Okay, let's get started. Hey horror freaks, welcome back to Confessions of a Horror Freak, the podcast. My name is Amanda and I'm going to be your host of today. Now, as always, all my reviews are with spoilers. If you don't want them just to see if this was worth it or not in the description box down below. There you're going to find my spoiler-free review because I like to give you guys the two options. Now, Megan follows a robotic engineer at a toy company, builds a lifelike doll that begins to take a life on its own. To give a brief summary of the story, we have Gemma, that is the robotic engineer, and now she needs to take care of her niece, Katie. Katie just lost her parents on a car accident. That's how the movie starts. It's very quickly and we kind of know what's going to happen. Of course, they struggle at first because Gemma is not used to t having to take care of a child. And Katie, of course, she just lost her parents. So she's not that happy or open to talk. And the way that Gemma is trying to parent It's not the same way that her mother was doing. She was homeschooled. She had like screen time and she wasn't able to use that much technology when Gemma is giving her the iPad and telling her, do what you want. Um, just play with this. Um, no screen time. And she's trying even to look schools and all of that. But one night, since Gemma is struggling at work, Shingi has a deadline. She needs to present to her boss a new prototype for a toy that they're like furries, furbies, for I don't know what type of... They're, the thing is that they are like little monsters with a lot of fur and colors. I, I think that those, they do actually exist. The point is that she needs to do a cheaper prototype for them to sell. But she's struggling and Katie wakes up and when she's at the office slash basement with Gemma, she sees this robot that is called Bruce. And this was Gemma's college project. And Katie basically says to her, wow, with a toy like this, I wouldn't need any toy. And, and this is the moment when Gemma realizes that she's going to be able to finally do her dream project slash robot toy that is basically a lifelike doll she created like the software and this artificial intelligence it's hella creepy like the film definitely takes a critic on how dangerous technology can be in this type of subject and situations that we, we have seen it before we have seen films like this before but i really like it, the fact that this one of course it keeps the idea that this is dangerous So they presented to the boss, it's called Megan. She has a dress like this, yes, I am wearing a similar outfit to her. And it's very, very creepy, let me tell you. The design of the doll is amazing and they use a real girl under the costume in order to look more real, works perfectly. Of course, at the beginning, Katie's like freak out because she doesn't know what the hell is that. But soon she's going to realize that Megan is the best doll and the best toy she could ever have. Now, at the beginning, everything is great. Her boss loved the idea. They're going to bring some investors. They're going to pre-sell it. Everything is working perfectly. While Megan and Katie, they need to pass as much time together because they need to be linked And what is going to happen, the more time you pass with this lifelike doll, the better the relationship and interactions are going to be. She, since she's going to learn about you, she will remember, like, like, it's a robot at the end of the day, we know what they do. But of course, things start to get ugly 
like Megan, she takes the part of protecting Katie way too seriously to the point that she believes that she needs to kill anyone who is a threat to Katie. She kills a dog, that is the neighbor's dog. She killed the neighbor and she killed a boy that was bullying Katie when she was trying this school because, like I said, Gemma wants her in school. But it's not a regular school, it's, it's a different type. So she kills all those people that were because they were a threat at first to Katie. But she kills Gemma's boss and the assistant. Because since things, they start to get creepy, now Gemma is trying to back out. Because the investors are in, they are going to do a live launch, pre-sale and all of that. But now Gemma and her co-workers are trying to back out because they're realizing that this wasn't a good idea. Megan basically developed the ability to hack any tech device, like phone. She's able to mimic voices, meaning at some point that Gemma, she calls her as one of her co-workers and is telling her, do not let Megan out. Megan tricked basically Gemma, making her think that she's actually talking with her when she's not. But when the co-worker she's, sees the phone, she's like, how the hell I have this call when I even, I didn't took that phone. What the hell is happening here? So she and the co-worker, they both realize that they are in danger and there gets an explosion on the office, but they were okay. At the end, they are fine. And basically the end of the film, it's after Megan, she does the dance that we saw on the trailer. She kills Gemma's boss. She kills the assistant. She leaves the headquarters of the toy company and she gets home. She's so intelligent that she's able to drive a car on her own, like that high technology she is. So she gets to the home. She tries to kill Gemma. And she gets killed by Gemma and Katie at the end. Like, it's a huge fight. Uh, we have a little chalky reference because at some point, Gemma tries to break, like, Megan's face. But what she does is, like, she cuts here and she does, like, this whole scars and it's burned. And when you look at it, it kind of looks similar to Chucky's scars. So I thought it was pretty cool. But at the end, Megan gets killed, right? Well, Gemma has in her house something like an Alexa. Of course, it's not Alexa, it's a different stuff. And it's like, uh, it's not a toy, but like a little puppet. Like it has like the head and the body and that's it. It has a light. So the film basically ends when the police arrives to their house with their Gemma's co-workers. And they are all like, ah, oh, breathing because we're going to be fine. Megan is over. Yeah, right. Well, the film ends with that thing, like turning up themselves and like moving towards the camera and it ends. My boyfriend said that he was expecting the light to turn red. And it kind of would have make sense because we all know that when robots, they turn red, they are pure evil. And that's how the film ends. Now the film is one hour and 42 minutes and it goes, it's fast paced, but it's not like rushed. Like they do not leave things behind. So it's, it's going to be entertaining. Now on the thing that I like it, At first, it's very entertaining. I did not feel bored at any moment. I love the story. I think that it's pretty good. And while we have seen robots before, we have seen killer dolls, I really like it that it felt like it was an original story. Now, the design of the doll, I think that it was very creepy but cute at the same time. That is what we needed because, of course, it's a toy for kids. It needs to be cute, but at the same time, it's creepy as hell. 
I've, I know that the film looked campy, but I like it also. Like, I really like the fact that that film, it's aware that it's campy and he embraces it. And it's very good. It's an aware movie and it takes every single chance to prove it to you that they know it. But it's so damn good that honestly, I did not mind. Now, the only thing that I did not like is that it was some inconsistencies on the story. For example, the Gemma's boss assistant, he stole the files from Megan. And I thought initially that the film was going to end similar to Stay Alive when they think that they basically kill her and that nothing is going to happen, but it's too late and now the technology is out there and she's going to keep killing. So I thought that the film was going to end with Megan being out on the market, that Megan wasn't going to be able to be stopped, but it did not happen. But my point is, what was the whole reason of showing him like stealing that information if at the end you're going to prove us that Megan is not over, but in a different way? And I think that that was like the only thing that bothered me just a little bit, like that inconsistency. But besides that, I really think that the story was good. The acting, yeah. The acting was the other thing. I think that it was something missing. Like Katie, she actually appears on The Haunting of Hill House, uh, in case that you found her familiar. I feel like she could have done it just a little bit better. Just a little bit. And Gemma, she appeared on Get Out. And I think that she did fantastic on Get Out. So, I don't know. Like, something just was a little off. But still, I'm not going to criticize them because at the end they did what they could and it was good. So, I will give this film a 4 out of 5 or an 8 out of 10. Um, this film has pretty good reviews. Although, the person that was right behind me when the film ends said, This film was so awful. This is such a bad film. And I'm like, honey, you definitely sound like you just came here just to watch something. Like, you just know. Because it happened also when I watched Nope in theaters. Someone, get when we got out of the theater, I heard someone saying that that was the worst movie ever. We all know that that's not true. But everyone has their own taste, right? But at the end of the day, I loved it, Megan. I think that... It was the greatest choice for me to watch this as the first horror movie of 2023. So I am so happy. I am so glad that this was my first 2023 theater watch. And I can't wait to see what else is going to bring 2023. And well, this was all for the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this with your friends. And I'm going to see you guys on my next episode. Bye.